Welcome to Still Becoming, a podcast about how it's never too late to become more free, more yourself, or try something new. I'm Monica Cristina, a wife, mother, and practicing psychotherapist. Through my own journey, starting with my struggles with anxiety years ago, that led to my professional work as a therapist now, I am fascinated with the process of how we become who we are. We will hear from people telling their stories of becoming, of unbecoming, and overcoming, as well as from experts helping us learn about our own process in the world. We are not designed to stay the same. Our stories are still being written. We are all still becoming. Each month, the Still Becoming podcast brings you a story episode, and these are short writing put to music, and although they're personal to me or someone I know, the hope is that they can be a reflective pause in your day. This month, I'm telling a story of something my dad would always tell me when I was a little kid. He would teach me and my brother to pick a category all our own if we didn't see one that reflected how we identify ourselves. Identity is something that I work with all the time in therapy and it's something I feel really passionate about. My hope is that as you listen to this story episode, that you would feel great space, that you would feel great nurturing, that you would feel the worth of who you are exactly as you are. I gripped my number two pencil. I rotated it in my child hand, noticing how sharp the edges of the slick bright yellow shape were. I loved shifting the pencil from edge to flat and back to edge again. And I was stalling. I had checked and rechecked the point to make sure it was sharp. And although it wasn't as sharp as I would like, it would do. I nervously looked from side to side, and then I remembered I wasn't supposed to do that in moments like this. I didn't want to appear as if I was looking on someone else's paper. I checked the number two size marking on the pencil again. I always found it so reassuring to see that number. I was a natural rule follower in some ways, and I liked to know that my pencil was correct, especially because I didn't want to ever have to redo a test, a fear that teachers had drilled into me if I ever had the wrong type of pencil. Now on my paper, grayish white on my desk, almost the color of newspaper. It was thin enough that I was afraid I would rip it if I pressed too hard with my number two pencil. I scanned the first pages, the ones on which I was supposed to check who I was by choosing just one of the boxes provided. The pages on which I had to sum myself up and fit into just one of the boxes. Why are there so few boxes for so many different humans, I often wondered as a kid. The deep voice of my dad with his Spanish accent and our mix of Spanish and English at home 
rang through my little ears. Choose other. Choose other was something he would often tell us when it came to defining ourselves by just one box provided in these sorts of situations. It was important to him. It was a directive to not be limited by the options provided to us to define our identity if it didn't feel congruent for us. But as a kid, I was nervous. You see, maybe like you, I am a people pleaser in constant recovery. It felt scandalous to me to choose other as a child. I felt like when presented with the options to define myself, I should comply with one of the boxes with a name, almost as if it would be rude not to comply with who people were telling me I could be, with the list I could choose from. Don't we often consider more the people giving us the box than our own experience of identification with it? I find myself as an adult still having to remind myself that I do not have to choose from the real or perceived boxes in my life. I don't have to be a certain way because I am also a mother. I don't have to check a certain box or behave in a prescribed way because I identify as a woman. I don't have to identify with or even agree with the way I am told to express my faith or spirituality. People might try to box you in, or you might feel the need to box yourself in, or to simplify yourself to either one box or another. But we are rarely, if ever, that simple. All the boxes may fit, not just one. Or maybe none of the boxes or examples in the world fit at all for you there may not be a box for you. And that is a wonderful thing to explore. I wonder if you, like me, ever felt the pressure to define yourself by a box. Like you need to choose what you have been offered by people who are not you to define you, that the choices that lay before you of who you are, of who you can be, or of who you can become are in their hands, not yours. We so often learn about our identity by what is reflected back to us, by what we are told we can be or who we can see. And sometimes this is good and sometimes it is wrong, or at the very least, inaccurate. I can find myself grappling with complying when it comes to defining my cultural identity, when it comes to expressing my faith and spirituality, when it comes to being a mom or a practicing therapist or a writer. We often create boxes to check just by what we see. If we've never seen it before, or never seen it done before, or mixed together before, it can be tempting to think it shouldn't exist. But it is likely that the boxes for you have not been made yet. Or maybe there are no boxes for you. 
another wonderful thing to explore. Maybe you have never seen someone like you represented in what you do. Maybe you want to be completely different than your family. Maybe you're choosing a different way of being in the world. Maybe you're a different size than you were told you should be. Maybe your way of expressing yourself or identifying yourself or being yourself or working in the world or just in your world doesn't fit with the boxes you were given. Choose other. Choose none. Choose all or make up your own. Choose other over and over if you don't find a place that fits you or a name that fits you until you make a whole new category for yourself. And as you make your own category, you may find that your courage is making space for someone else who is watching you. Now back at that desk, as a child with my number two pencil, I had checked and rechecked to make sure it was correct. My little stomach flipped with butterflies. It felt scandalous to choose other. It felt like I should be one of these boxes, but I was not. And so with my bright yellow pencil, I chose other. I looked up and around, still convinced I might be doing something wrong. And then I settled in. I settled into choosing other and it felt really good and it felt really right. And so it may go for you. If and when you choose other in your life in any way, you might find yourself feeling some butterflies in your stomach or some fear, even some anxiety that what you're doing could feel wrong. But other or none or all is never wrong, my friend. It is just different than the boxes provided or the boxes imagined. That's it. That's the only thing different about it. That it's not what you expected or it's not what they expected. Let them be surprised. Your choices to define yourself were never meant to be about them anyway. Let yourself be surprised as you choose what is truly authentic for you. I don't know what it is for you as you listen to this story about my life today. But I would say, if we were together, choose other, choose none, choose many, choose multitudes, choose endlessly, or make your own box. You don't need to be who anyone expected you to be to call it good. And you don't need to be who anyone expected you to be, to be exactly the way you should be, or exactly who you were always becoming. My hope is that this story episode was a chance for you to pause and to reflect on the beauty of who you are, that you would walk away from this episode feeling your worth, feeling the goodness of who you are and of who you are becoming. 
And although this story is personal to me, it's important for me to acknowledge at the end of this episode that we don't live in a vacuum. And in our society and in our world at large, there are many groups that are never named, many groups that are marginalized or discriminated against for how they identify themselves. And at the end of this episode, I wanted to make sure to name that and to honor that. And that I hope that this episode was a safe space for everyone listening. For more information, please go to stillbecoming.net. Please subscribe and review Still Becoming wherever you listen to podcasts if you like what you heard here today. Please follow along on Instagram. You can find me at Monica DeCristina. Thank you for listening.